at the beginning, my life was a mess. I mean a huge, numbingly zombing through my existence kind of mess. Then it clicked. My life is a mess because my relationships are a mess. In failing to patiently take care of my relationship with my loved ones, I was robbing myself of the most important emotion, wholesome love. Subira, meaning patience in Kiswahili, is a conversational podcast dedicated to learning how to love, and as we all know, love is patient. Breaking the narrative that toxic is normal and slowly but surely moving to healthier relationships. Hashtag made in Kenya. P.S. My life is still a mess, <laughs> but just like a body ache, at least I can now pick up on my pain points a bit better. Do you relate? I'm sure you can. We all can. Then let us take this journey together, confidently, hand in hand. Karibu sana. You are listening to Subira with me, your host, Christine Othaya, episode 5, season 2. I believe that the human existence is usually divided into three or centered around three areas. The physical, the intellectual, and the spiritual. Um, I got this particular um, quote statement um, from a book. Apparently, just just thought of it right now, thinking about um, the episode notes. There's another book that I like. <laughs> See you too, yeah, Dr. Alexandra Solomon. And the book is called Get Us Out of Here by Mahoya Maria Sima, who is the lady of the book, speaks to the author, Nikki Fitz, about her experiences. And the point of the book, Mbio Mbio, is just the fact that she's a gifted woman who can see and talk to souls that have passed away. Of course, I know it sounds crazy, but shit crazy, but it's okay. Everyone can believe whatever they want to believe. Now, I believe in the existence of the physical and the supernatural coming together to form the human experience. That's just me and what I choose to believe is true um the book of course has catholic nuances because maria sima is a catholic but the biggest reason i have quoted this book in this particular episode is her refreshing perspective of life and death that i connect with deeply it is beyond just mere religion so she beautifully says that an intentional balance of all three of these aspects being the physical intellectual and spiritual is a great way or a great path to giving ourselves a chance to living wholesomely or having wholesome lives. And P.S. <laughs> I have read this book three times. I, I, I don't like books, but this one, this is not a book. I don't know. I, I don't categorize this one as a book. But anyway, it is like, you know, flipping pages kind of thing. So it is a book. So anyway, I thought in this particular episode, because I just turned 26 um, last month, uh, end of last month, I would dive into the extremely tiring and fulfilling journey that has been my 26 years looking for myself. <laughs> um, I thought of doing the 26 things I've learned in my 26 years, you know, kind of episode, which are great, but it did not seem authentic to me. And maybe, um, I don't know, there's just something off about um, doing that video when you maybe on YouTube or by by other podcasters. And so I decided I would add a twist that made it feel more Christine and more Subira, where I take you through my entire life in bits and pieces, of course, where I... Uh, 
tell you about my ups and downs in terms of what was running in my mind as I was growing up and seeing the lessons and the growth that I have experienced throughout my life, citing various insecurities and biggest realizations that I've had in my life. Um, you'll get to see me at every stage. Um, of course, this is a in in like I I I. It is very concise, right? Of course, June Kenza kuambia about twenty six years. We will literally be here for another twenty six years. So concise, but you'll get to see me at every stage in my life. Um where my mind was at and hopefully you can relate yourself with my experiences uh, as you think about your own. I feel like um the episode notes that I have have mm, like I've I've really had to dig deep into thinking the way my past affects my present and yeah this is super scary of course but as i always say subira is about taking leaps in areas that are uncomfortable for most people which are matters of the heart and matters of the mind so let's go right so here is wadaya ka wadaya born on a wednesday to two amazing people, my mom and my dad, I am the first born in my family. My sister came a bit later to my channel like four years. And so I start off with the formative years of my life, right? From kindergarten, I started school at three years old and Kumaliza primary school, which was 13 years old. I feel like I could describe myself as feeling invisible and small. When I think about it, those are the only two words that are coming to my mind. Because, I mean, I guess was a, I was a child, but I felt like a sh- I felt like sheep, like being led. I didn't. Um, I felt guided, but it was leaning more towards being led. I don't know if it's because I'm an adult thinking, trying to immerse my myself into my my childlike mind i don't know um i felt like i was being led and i felt invisible and i felt small because um i felt like other people's um like my ideas and my opinions were never taken it was always mom na dad wamesema mom na dad wamesema mom na dad wamesema and then that is what i would do so i felt led 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 right from 3 years to 13 years that was the way my life was like right <clears throat> And then I went into boarding school at the end of my primary school education, which was 12 years, 12 years to 13 years. Boarding school just means that basically, of course, I think Kilamtu anajua boarding school. Yeah, I think Kilamtu anajua boarding school. You don't go back home. When you finish class, you go to the dormitory or you go to other places, Akulala, which are within the school premises, and then that is where you'll be living your life. Dorm class, dorm class, dorm class, evil. And like things within the premises. So I was by myself for two years, but I remember still living through my parents where I think many firstborns can relate. You want to make your parents proud. You cannot imagine, you cannot imagine doing anything that will make them think that you are not perfect, right? Um, <laughs> uh, but thank God, I'm really grateful for my parents because it doesn't, because they were, they were fantastic parents. They still are fantastic parents. And of course, it doesn't mean that I did not experience the hurtful like, things that come with childhood. But I felt love and I felt selflessness. And I really liked that. Um, in terms of the actual primary school experience, the two words that come to my mind are heart and fear. 
heart and fear especially when I kutoka class 5 class 5 ilikuwa like what maybe 9 10 years old Ooh, heart and fear heart and fear like like heart and fear from of course my fellow pupils and from the teachers who came full of their own forms of toxicity and brought them into school Oof, yeah i did not like my primary school experience it was yeah yeah i think the wa- the worst schooling experience um i don't know if i can call it the worst but it is it was terrible for me higher coming into high school um of course it seemed like the start of a new era the beginning of a new era the second level of freedom just as we talk about boarding penye niko nyeri with my parents in terms of the school the primary school I went to was in nyeri so even if I was nilikuwa boarding it's very easy to be in contact with your parents sasa nikaenda makuini county <laughs> that level of freedom where you, your parents literally wanashtuka tu wakiwa miles away in another county <laughs> So could now gain the form of like independence and wotherness I was yearning for deeply um because I hated my experience in primary school as I said so I was happy to dump everything and everyone that I knew and learned because I had the chance of getting something new which was in high school so um I think I learned the art of people pleasing here when i realized that the only way i could succeed in e high school life was being liked i tried so hard i tried so so hard to be liked so hard that i think that was the time in my life i have been the biggest bitch that i can even like think of i did not like myself during that time i could do better but then again i was still a child just trying to to forge through life but eh, i was not a good person at all i did not like my i don't like i didn't like who i was because who i was was always centered around other people right because i wanted to be liked so this time <clears throat> and by the way i liked i liked acting like this so don't think at it. i might regret it now but at that time this was the way to go and i was living the dream right um and it was paying off because at this time i understood the concept that popularity is gained by being timid around those who are above you and instilling fear in those behind you and my friend i was popular i had to be popular there were no two ways around it have a wait fast short intelligent Catch me every Monday on Subira on Spotify, Castbox, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Trust me, this will be fun. Uh okay, maybe not fun fun, but like uncomfortable fun. You get it. You get it, right? <laughs> Let's get back to the episode. Mm, so there was in high school I was a, a big bitch who was a people pleaser. Uh, I was I basically I think I had two different personalities depending on who I thought you were and what you could do for me in the social class. Yes, that is a kind of person I was. I'm such a bad person. Like so okay, ni sawa tu nisha nikujuju. Haya joining university again. I was happy to let go of the experiences I had in high school because I now have a shot at something new and i utanisken kiripiti from primary school to high school i was happy to let people and shit go 
in high school to to university i was happy to let people and shit go so obviously if there's something atami was speaking up from writing this episode notes is that i do not have a problem with getting attached to people i don't get attached to people or things you i get what i get from you and then i move on that's just the way i tend to be wired i am more intentional in trying to make sure that i am you know maybe better or more conscious and more empathetic as i do it but that's just the way i am i don't get attached easily um of course i tried making friends just trying to endeleza the popularity that i had in high school which entailed um thinking that i had friends and trying to make friends who are on, higher on the totem pole of popularity and they were great people by the way but by the time i was finishing my first year you guys <laughs> instead of all the ass kissing i was doing my lips were chapped and dry and crusty <laughs> i was doing so much ass kissing poo so i decided in my around end of second year mid second year to let go of my opinions I did not give a fuck what people liked and I started doing things that I like when I like how I like it right and funny enough funny enough <laughs> people still liked me and I think that was one of the most the most mind blowing things that I have ever experienced up to date yani watu wanaweza nipenda nikiwa mimi tu hivyo because mimi venye nilikuwa like before the roughness of high school and and boarding life in primary school i am very accepting i am very nice i am very like when you meet me at that time i i, I being hostile is something that comes as a reflex of being socialized the way i've been socialized otherwise that's just not the way i am so kumbe when you you are now in university i i when i was nice and i was friendly but then still keeping to myself because i am an introvert and i like my own space people still liked me and i think i deepened and created better connections in my life at that time when i realized this um particular concept I refused to join clicks kabisa uh, and I guess that became my brand the friendly girl with no actual friends <laughs> you would see me hanging out with one two people but you can't connect me with someone you see though you can see hapana unaona huyo msichana hapana mwenye nakunga ndio msichana mwingine unamjua yeah you can you could never ever describe me like that so sasa umeniona na nani you've seen me with many people but you never see me with one particular person for a long amount of time so <clears throat> I really loved I really loved panya nilikuwa ninaenda like finally I can stop giving a fuck about what people think and just focus on myself. Oh, it was such a fantastic feeling. Um but also on the downside in doing my own thing I picked up my fervent selfishness. Unaona ile selfishness yenye tunashanganya tukiongelelea na wili I picked it up here and I and obviously it was going it 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 became such a problem in our relationship because we did start dating when we were in university right tukimalizia uni Oof, yeah that was a very tough time for us i picked up my selfishness at this point so you know you know when you like there are good things to to an experience but then it also comes with its bad if you can see like them tinned or the pattern that is going on on finishing uni i became extremely humbled <laughs> by the reality that is life that i had not experienced like i have experienced life 
to the in the best way that I can, right? Kutoka kindergarten mpaka primary school, high school na university but there is another world out there that is just different from the kind that is lived in school the real world sasa right and i realized three things number one, it is not always about you wadaya <laughs> so um, i the, the the unpleasant experiences that i remember from he point number one, where it is not always about me i always felt like i put myself above everyone else that's just the way i am removing the intention and the love out of it that's the way i am um and i think that's the way all human beings are generally but this is something that really stand out, st- stands out to me because i know it's something that i struggle with nikabiti nijambi it's not always about me number two, i realized that i did not like myself at all let alone loving myself i did not like myself i thought i was a bitch i thought i was timid i thought i thought i was going through the whole life thing wrong like because i felt like okay see when people like me that means i'm a great person but then also in me being a great person to other people do i think i am a great person myself so it was always that tag of war people liking me me liking myself people liking me me liking myself right and point number three, i needed to unlearn so much shit so much shit <laughs> Uh, that was the humility that nayo after finishing university. Um, I think at this point I was at the school of law and I was also doing my pupillage, which is like internship here, law school. But I think one grateful, one thing I'm grateful for at this point in my life was that I, I was so, um, what is it called? In 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 knowing that I needed to unlearn so much nonsense that I had carried with me over the course of my life. <clears throat> I realized how much I like learning. I love learning. I am the I feel like um after I was talking to my career coach just the other day and she was telling me I have a very teachable spirit. And I was like, "Damn girl, yes I do. I do have a teachable spirit because I do like learning." And I think at this point is when I realized it. I study a lot. I learn a lot. Even if I'm studying something that doesn't have an exam. Like I will. I like knowing things. I like knowing why this is like this. And that is like this. So that I can try and make myself better at every step. And every juncture. Junction. Junction. <laughs> my friend. But you get what I'm saying. Eh? Um, so basically that is my entire life. Uh, and my mind trajectory looks something like this. Right? A little girl led by fear, right? As she was growing up, formative years, primary school. And then she gets into teenagehood and just wants to be liked. She needs to be liked because she thinks that that is a pillar of success. And she also morphs into some in, into someone through her teenagehood who does everything in her life for some for everyone else. She thinks of herself last, not first. And going into university, being a young woman... I start to understand the concept of coming into myself and being comfortable in my own skin. And now I find myself a young woman who understands that I have been living life on the extreme ends of both sides. The extreme ends of independence and trying to be to come into myself as Wothaya, as Christine, and being liked. I was living life on the extreme ends and... Basically, now that is that is how my mind 
is inaenda from like in a chronological order even if imekuwa and i think of course coming to the end of this fantastic but very scary episode thinking about the past is not oh, it is such an uncomfortable feeling but my biggest fattest takeaways right now is the fact that i am usually led by two two virtues two virtues hata nimeziandika hapa kwa show notes hizi i think this is like a form of journaling for me but nimeiongea sasa kwa episode open mindedness and humility those are the virtues that lead my life those are the virtues that lead my life because number one, nimesema niko nilikuwa na struggles of being liked versus coming into myself so when it comes to the virtue of being open minded i am open minded to 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 like 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 hmm, like other people like i am i am open minded to what other people think about me and what i think about other people and the fact that there is just no one way of doing something i am open minded and humble because i understand that being liked is something that everyone wants but being by yourself is something that we need so a balance between those two achieved by the virtue of humility so open mindedness and humility takeaway number 1 learning how to no but and learning and relearning and i've said this before in the episode i have learned so much that i just need to take it throw it in a ball and just need to pay out the window and there are things that i need to learn at 26 years um, of my life i still haven't grasped like something that would be as simple as communication i i need to unlearn the things that i have for example about communication that were wrong and now i need to relearn the new better techniques and strategies of communication things like that and learning and relearning number one biggest takeaway takeaway number two i only have two years and one month two years and one month two years and one month what does that mean I listen more than I talk. I should listen more than I talk. I tell myself that over and over again in my mind every time. Like I'm one of those people who after every interaction I'm always asking myself, did I do the best in this particular interaction or was I offensive in this interaction? Because if I don't do that, it's a bit difficult for me to be to like um like correct myself right um so every time i i talk i'd rather pause and tell myself for oh, that two years one month for oh, that two years one month like that takeaway number 3 that i should listen to my heart just as much as i listen to my body and my mind uh, listening to my mind comes with things like maybe um wanting to learn um, um just because of the way i am and listening to my body is you know when you're sick you need to lie down when you feel like you want to change your body maybe you go for a walk or you know whatever i do listen to my body and my mind that has never been an issue but listening to my heart is something that i have been afraid to do for a long time because it always feels like listening with your heart makes you um what is the word illogical i feel like that is the correct word it it makes you sound as if you're crazy you like you almost sound like a hippie hippies are the ones who listen to their hearts 
<laughs> which of course see uh, shinder now i realize that i need to listen to like everything i listen to what my body is telling me i listen to what my mind is telling me and i listen to what my heart is telling me and if i follow all three ama all three are are, are agreeing ama they something or are agreeing ama one of them disagrees or one of them agrees like i know the the thing that will make me happy is by trying to connect all of three my heart my body and my mind um takeaway number four is i can always love better i sometimes feel hmm, for the people who've done like major growth and leaps in their life in terms of trying to become better people there is a certain uchovu there's a certain tiredness that comes with growth where you sometimes tell yourself unajua nini mimi i am the i am the goat i am the goat greatest of all time a, i have done a i've done b i've done c to become a better person oh my god people should just you know understand how great i have become and it, and it is true we um, i feel like since i am one of them i have i have moved to become a greater person for myself and the people around me but i can always do better telling myself that i can always do better that i can always love better um kicks in the humility where i i won't call myself uh greatest of all time i i i will acknowledge my movements uh, my positive movements but I know I can do better. Everyone can always do better. I feel like this is always a nice mantra to have in your head. And the last takeaway as I said at the beginning my biggest life statement intentional physical, intellectual and spiritual connection. Physical, intellectual and spiritual connection. And I think this sums up the entire thing because what that lady in the book was saying maria sima is that listening to your body alone right makes you put a void on the intellectual and the spiritual bits right and just because you work out uh, let's say you take care of your physical you work out you drink your water you you do optimum physical shape letting go of your intellectual and the spiritual can actually get you physically sick right and only focusing on the intellectual but leaving the physical and the spiritual connection is how you find people who are so smart brilliant minds but they are men- they are in mental institutions be- be- because there was something that was left out maybe not by them or maybe by others just a conjunction of the whole thing and she was saying only looking at the sp- spiritual side of it then just that just makes you a fanatic like huyu mtu tulikuwa tunamuita ebook ya the river between there was a particular man who was it he was he called kamau that reverend that pastor who was such a fanatic everything he was living breathing dying through like the words of the bible nothing else i think he even had daughters he even had a family no, nothing could measure to his thought of like perfect life through religion and everything became substandard after stories are god and i think this is this is honestly the biggest takeaway the others the others come under this one physical intellectual spiritual connection all three into one 
Um, excuse me. Have you enjoyed this episode as much as I have? Ish. Thank you for joining me today and taking yet another bold step in love. You want to talk to me? Sure, of course. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle being at Subira underscore the podcast. And follow me on there, by the way, Tafadali. Also, also, you can send me an email at Subira with Christine Othaya at gmail.com. Until next time, kwaheri.